0: Welcome to the Sidetrack Legacies podcast, episode number 123. In this episode, Judy comments, Writing helps open you up. It is peeling the onion. We always get deeply into other layers as we pull the one from the outside off. We even get tears sometimes when we do that. I thought she was speaking such words of wisdom. Later, I found out that others agreed with her comparison. Pulitzer Prize-winning poet, Carl Sandburg is quoted saying, Life is like an onion. You peel it off one layer at a time, and sometimes you weep. Wow. Judy and Carl Sandburg, who would have known? Today, Judy and I got together and discussed how writing is a practice. Thinking about the similarities between writing, life, and onions? Well, we recognize how all three have layers and bring out emotion. We talk about how we aren't going for perfection in our writing. We use it as a practice. The writing gets us into a writer's awareness of the world and our experiences in it. Next, we get into what we do when we feel resistance to writing and how common that resistance is when it's time to write. We actually begun to expect resistance and just, well, do it anyway. We give ourselves permission to write whatever comes. It's even okay to let the worst junk come through our pens and sit on the page. Later, we move into Judy's process to write poetry. And then, wrapping up this session, Judy and I talk about how writing fits with the concept of the Blue Zones. It helps us in a meditative kind of way. It helps us downshift and become more aware of our own minds. And also, it connects us with our right tribe. People who are interesting to us and interested in us. Writing helps us bond with others who are like-minded. This is the Sidetracked Legacies podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack sisters have been getting together to write for years and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done and what we believe. Now we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So grab a notebook, journal or laptop and listen in while the Sidetrack sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate and preserve your stories. So one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode. Please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast, because it will help others find us. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now, here we go.
1: Hello, Judy. Hey, Lisa. It's hey. purple glasses today. It is. What do you think? I like them. Do they work them. for me? I oh. really like the green ones best. You know,
0: they they kind of pop, don't they? Yeah, yeah. These kind of I'm wearing a a gray um, shirt and it kind of blendy a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. I have them in green and I have them in purple and I've got them in red. But red kind of feels like people do wild and crazy red glasses. That's mm-hmm. not that's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: So. so, I know we didn't get together to talk about glasses. So, we did not.
0: We we're getting together to talk about writing and this week we're going to be talking about how writing for us is really a practice. Mm-hmm. And I love that because um so many people think that if you write, you have to be what's called a writer. And I was thinking about how, how do I look at writing differently than most people? Mm-hmm. And I decided i thought i can compare it to me and running okay Okay. Uh um when i run i really don't have a goal most Mm -hmm. of the time i did when i i mean i i did run that marathon back when i (laughs) jeepers eight years ago almost Mm -hmm. nine years ago now um and since then i literally have walked or ran every single day of my life. Mm-hmm. Every day. It's just mm-hmm. a practice that I participate in that I can't imagine not doing it. It, I've, I've said this to people before. It's a lot like brushing my teeth. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's I, really become a habit that if you didn't do it, something would be missing in your day.
0: My whole day is thrown off. I can say that I will, I'll, I'll, I'll go running with the dogs later after work or after I do this. Doesn't work that way because, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, I have to wear my running shoes. I might get sweaty. Um, I, in the winter, I put a hat on my head. I pull my hair back and so my hair gets all squashed down. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, I have I feel like I have to take a shower after I do that. Right, Not that, that I've, makes- I've, I'm a bucket of sweat or anything, but it just feels better that way. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Well, and after, yeah, after any kind of exercise that feels better, that oh. makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so really, for me, writing is a, pr- and, so, and writing is a practice like running. I don't necessarily have a big goal that I'm going for, but it has become who I am and what I do so that I feel weird if I don't do it.
1: In the Now, same if, way- I, if I was telling somebody about you and I said, Alisa, oh, her main thing is she's a runner. It's not true. No, it's not. But I do it every single day of my life. Mm-hmm. My point is that you don't have to be a runner to take a run every day. I mean, it mm-hmm. can just be a part of your practice, right? Yes.
0: And that's what we're talking about with this. Writing for me... Now, I'm not as religious with my writing, with my journal writing, with um, any of the writing that I do as I am with my running, but it is very consistent where I write in a journal, in my notebook, in my, we were talking about the little notebooks um, last week. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm constantly writing my thoughts down. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we've talked about your writing your thoughts down and how you're you're kind of all over the place.
1: I just have trouble finding them again after I wrote them down. <laughs> oh. um,
0: but it's something that I love doing because, you know, last week we talked about that Anne Morrow Lindbergh um, quote about how really the, the the thought is, it's right here, I must write it all out at any cost. Writing is thinking. It is more than living; for it, it is being conscious of living. I just have mm-hmm. to say that 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 quote again. It is so perfect. Um, I think it helps me stay grounded. Mm-hmm. Does that
1: make sense? Well, it it helps. Yes, it does make sense, and I think it also you look at things differently you look at things and perhaps in your mind you're saying oh how would i write about that well, how mm-hmm. would i describe that whereas before you might have just walked right past it and not even noticed and exactly. so it it gets you into a, an awareness um sense that that i think has developed for me since we've been writing consistently and mm-hmm. the other thing is sometimes I have a thought and it's like, ooh, I really like that. That's really a good thought. And if I don't write it down, it's gone. It's <laughs> gone. Yeah. But if I write it down, I'll read it again in a couple of days and go, ooh, I really like that. You know, it's it's interesting and it came from me, you know, but it came from me because
0: mm-hmm.
1: the practice of writing has created that ability, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, that ability, I think, doesn't just come naturally. The next thing that I wanted to talk about was something called resistance. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to acknowledge that when you start anything, there is going to be resistance. Mm -hmm. But just like running, you do it and... The resistance is there, but you do it anyway and you get through the resistance mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I never started running with the thought that I'll start running when I feel ready or when it hits when the inspiration hits me. Mm-hmm. You just do it. You keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Every week when we write together, we have we have all kinds of resistance, don't oh we? Oh my gosh, yes. And we
1: verbalize it and we have woe is me sessions. I mean it's just really <laughs> kinda silly, but it's true. We do. We say, Oh, <laughs> whose top whose topic was whose this? Whose topic and... was this? Exactly. Yeah. And How Michelle we will we look back at her notes this? and she's like
0: Lisa and Judy, you guys both agreed that
1: this would be a great one. It's like, what were we thinking? What was I <laughs> thinking? I don't know what I am going to write about. Oh, I know. And then we're sitting there going, you and I were the two that didn't know what we wanted to say. And I don't know. I don't remember that it was our thing. But I know. It's crazy. They said it was. It sounded like us. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And so we all yeah. will. I mean, so we have this resistance, but it doesn't stop us. I mean, no. we might laugh about it and piss and moan and and bitch and complain, but we still write about it. And it's crazy. Um, for example, I mean, sometimes we'll, we will kind of brainstorm a little bit beforehand. Remember um, the last week we were writing about um, writing about something in your life that you've learned a lesson. Right. And we said, um, I said I was going to write about I, I knew I had written about the lessons I had learned in um, running the marathon. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll write about the lessons of tenacity that I learned when I was going through the infertility and the adoption process. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, Oh, we've heard about that before. (laughs) No.
1: I do um, believe Michelle said, Lisa, you've written about that already. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: And so then I really narrowed in on just Luca and what I've Mm -hmm. learned recently. And it was called letting go. And I just kind of hit some highlights about, um, you know, about his growing up and and parenting him over the years. And then recently with our estrangement and how I've dealt with that and, you know, what my perspective is on it. Mm -hmm. And it was, I mean, very,
1: very strong writing too. I mean, it was,
0: and it really touched a number of people. It was really Mm -hmm. fun to hear and see people's responses to it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I think they could feel the heart in that one. It it just came, it came from the heart. It didn't just come from the head. And, you know, I think sometimes I've said this phrase before, but when we take the 18 inch journey from one to the other, some of our best writing comes out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm
0: -hmm. So, you know, expecting resistance, it's going to be there and that's okay. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's where we said, you just put the pen to the paper. Someone says it's like the shot when you're running a race, you know, the shots fired and okay, go. And, and if you don't do anything and you sit and stare off into space, you're not going to get anything on paper in 15 minutes. So we just start writing and it just seems like there's always something coming out of our pens, isn't there?
0: There yeah. is. There really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other thing that really benefits us, and this is kind of my third point, three or four points, um, we give ourselves permission to just write whatever comes. Mm-hmm. We don't sit down and say, "I am writing. This is going to be my best writing ever," or "I'm writing an American, the best, an American novel," or mm-hmm. "I'm writing a poem." You know, we just kind of sit down and and see what kind of come bubbles up sometimes. Uh And that is very frightening, freeing Um, being able to just write the worst junk and knowing, hey, I'll edit it later. You know, I might keep most of it. I might
1: keep all of it. I might keep none of it. And that's okay. Have you ever thrown all of it away? Never. (laughs) Never. I haven't either. I'm always surprised <laughs> because I yeah. think as I'm writing it, oh my gosh, where am I going with this? And how's this going to do? Mm-hmm, and how do I get mm-hmm. to an ending? And then I read it aloud to you guys and it's like, yeah, hmm, that wasn't so bad, you know, and yeah. and maybe add a few words to explain something, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be tossed at all. It's, it's, but it, it felt like junk coming out, you know? It did. hmm but well, I yeah. think
0: you and I do something interesting. We both write, I mean, this past week, um I was writing we were both writing about family, a family meal mm-hmm. And we've written about food before. We've written about recipes before. We've written about several different kinds of food writings. And so we mm-hmm. were kind of challenged on how to make this writing different. Mm-hmm. And so I said I was going to write about soup. And specifically the soup that I wrote about was when we went camping one time and I was the only one in charge of cooking (laughs) our meals and I made soup every single day and every previous day's soup got incorporated as a leftover base for the next day's soup. And I talked about how I did that. Creative genius. I thought it was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um, so yesterday I sat down to kind of edit it and put it into WordPress where we we put our blog when we're writing it. And it, it kind of fleshed out. I still want to kind of wrap it up somehow. But, you know, I, I when I was playing with it, it, it kind of gelled together. Mm-hmm. And I mean, once again,
1: minimal revisions. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, and I've heard that before, that they say sometimes, like, say that you have to give a talk, the the thing, the first thing you say is usually the best thing, or, you know, if you, how do I want to say it, if you start over-editing and over-correcting, you don't make it better, you make it worse, you know, it gets a little too fussy and whatever, but I think that's true, that some some of those writings, I mean, I sit there writing and I think, oh, this one's going to go in the waste paper basket. And it never does. It never does. I, You know, and I think, oh, well. And then some of those are the ones that get the best comments. Yep. Who um, knew? You know,
0: and I think we just don't have high expectations. Because mm-hmm. um, I think an expectation would just freeze us right up. Mm-hmm. You know? We
1: remember when we did the one where we we were all going to write a poem? Yes, and that was horrifying for people. They they did not like that, did they? It uh, was, exactly, it was
0: challenging.
1: That was, and I we really pushed your boundaries write, on that one. I like to write poems and it did not come easy for me. So, you know, it was yeah. like, whoa, yeah. that's interesting. So, so speaking
0: so- of which, you do write poems. You write poems for people, for babies, for events. You mm-hmm. wrote one, um for um, Michael's memorial service Mm -hmm. um, after he passed. What is your secret? What is your process you go through to write a poem?
1: You know, I I should have some wonderful thing to say to our audience right now. And all I have to say is the same thing that we do with our writing is what I do with the poems. It's kind of like, I know what I want the first line to say. And so then I do the second line and then I look at the first word, the last word of the first sentence and I think, well, what would rhyme with that? And then something pops in. It just kind of pops into my head. It's weird. It's not intentional totally. Hmm. And if I don't like if I if I can't figure out a word that rhymes for the third line sometimes I just subtly change the order of the first line so that there's a word there that rhymes with it. You know, it's like, I kind of, it's, it's kind of like it, yeah. throwing dice a little bit, you know, if you don't like your first throw, you throw it again. And mm-hmm. it, that, I think that's kind of the, the what I do. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's really a stretch. I mean, some of the words are sort of silly, but it works, you know, it, it basically works. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's not a real, but I've also had a lot of practice doing that. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not my first rodeo. I don't just, you know, like like some of us don't write poems. And so it became difficult, right? But if we wrote them every day, you know, it would be much easier.
0: And if you wrote a poem every day, chances are in the course of a month, or a season or a year, you might you might end up with a couple of good ones. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them might be just really bad and stupid. <laughs> and
1: just- I've had those too, yeah. Yeah. Some of them are just pretty silly.
0: Well, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Because it's the practice of doing them that mm-hmm. is is in and of itself the goal here. Um, I was talking to you before we started the podcast and, you know, the practice of writing um, is so important because we had um, a while ago, we had talked about the blue zones mm-hmm. and both you and I have talked a lot about the blue zones and the different mm-hmm. characteristics of people that live long, vibrant lives. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at this and trying to figure out where would, I mean, they, they writing, journaling, Um, is not on here. And I thought, where would I put it in terms of how does it fit into um, a a blue zones type of mentality? And Uh I thought it really hits a couple of the the different components of it. Uh Um, First of all, downshifting. It's Uh so much, the practice of writing is so much like meditation. It's really... Quieting your mind, focusing your thoughts, and staying in that place for an extended period of of,
1: of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't help but, I mean, we, we read a little um, couple of pages of Natalie Goldberg's book, Writing Down the Bones. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so uh, really insightful of her to say, too many writers have written great books and gone insane or alcoholic or killed themselves. And I think that's true. You know, it's that pressure of it all has to be perfect. And Mm -hmm. it's not all going to be perfect. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. throw those expectations right out the window and just write. Yeah. And there will be some of it that you will just hate and some of it that you will just love. But, you know, Mm -hmm. that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. And you know, there's another book, The Artist's Way, that kind of tells the same sort of a thing. You know? And the more of the books you read about writing, the more you see these repeat um, messages. Yeah. At least that's how it works for me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I always get a little more confident when I read it in more than one place. And I know it's not just <laughs> one person. So, you know. Well, so you
0: think- and yeah, yeah. I, I guess I want to stay on this this topic for a little bit because, you know, when I'm looking at the Blue Zones, What, um, downshifting was the first one that came to my mind. Mm -hmm. But the second one was um, knowing your purpose. And like we've talked about with with writing, how it almost helps you become aware of your own mind without Mm -hmm. sitting there and just letting those thoughts constantly... Go through your mind and and out the other out the other side, you mm-hmm. really do get to see. <sighs> it
1: know? gives you clarity. It gives you clarity. It helps you to put yourself in perspective and to say, mm-hmm. "This is where my thoughts go, and this is where what I'm interested in, and this mm-hmm. is you know what I have something to offer." Mm-hmm. In, I don't think yeah. that's grammatically correct, but that's all right. Ah. It really does help you clear.
0: mm -hmm. And then the last thing that I just wanted to bring up is that really, don't you just find Judy that when you get together with other people who write, you found your right tribe. Absolutely.
1: You know, I, Mm -hmm. I know I use that word absolutely, but you know, you you and Mm -hmm. I think so much alike that often you are absolutely correct. And, I think that is true. I mean, there are some people in this world who says, who cares about writing? I don't really need to know myself that well. Well, those people are probably not going to be part of our tribe. You know, they, Mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. might have an interest in one or two of our blogs, but possibly not, you know, and that's okay. You Mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. we all don't Thank goodness. We all don't think alike. We all don't have the same purpose. We all don't have the same means to an end, you know, kind of thing. And, um, yeah, I think that's really important to realize that hanging out with people of like mind or similar mind, you don't have to agree mm-hmm. on everything. But I think it's really expanding and it really helps you to develop yourself in a in a way where you get I call it clarity. You get clarity about what you what your purpose is. And
0: it's cool to be with other people who also have that same, like you said, like mindedness. Uh other people who are also, you know, kind of deep thinkers, Uh people that are interested in knowing themselves and having a purpose and pursuing what feels right and good and true. And you're right, not everybody is interested in doing that. But writing and having a practice of writing, I think really helps us do exactly that
1: it really helps open you up and it's peeling the onion. We always get deeply into other layers as we pull the one from the outside off. And yep. we even get tears sometimes when we do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh. and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely.
0: Beautiful. Well, Judy, we're going to wrap it up here. So today talking about writing practice, writing as a practice, and um, we'll keep
1: practicing. I think that sounds great. I'll see you (laughs) on Thursday. (laughs) Awesome. Love you, Judy. Talk to you later. Love you, too. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Okay, everyone. If you enjoyed this podcast, you've got to come over to Sidetrack Sisters and join our membership. It's a year-long program that gives you writing topics and encouragement for your own legacy project. We will provide guidance and support as you record your thoughts and stories over the course of 52 weeks. Then, at the end of the year, we will publish your writing in a beautiful keepsake book. So, join us at sidetracksisters.com. We'd love to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into your memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care.